Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Last week, guys, I apologize. Uh, we have uh, we were in the middle of a storm. I was getting ready to say the word English. And the next thing I knew, I was off the air. <laughs> so anyway, we'll do a little bit better today, I hope. All right. So what I thought we would do today is something a little a little different in a way. We were talking about principal parts in Latin verbs last weekend because we need to know the principal parts to help us form the perfect tense. And we were going over some of those, and I've given you a list of them in your notes. But I thought that it might be kind of fun and kind of helpful to go over principal parts in English and Carla even in French. Did you know, Carla, that French has principal parts? Absolutely, it does. I'm sorry, I've got COVID. So. Oh no, no, I know you do. That's all right. Well, I didn't know. I never learned that. But one of my one of the teachers who taught with me knew it, and she taught them to her students in like fourth year French, um, and made them write synopsis and all that stuff. But uh, I, and I suppose you could teach Spanish also with principal parts. But even in English, you have principal parts, although they're very different in English than they are in Latin. And in English. When I was in school, I only remember really having them one year, and that was in sixth grade. We had a book in sixth grade called The New, The New as, is, as in 1960, 1960, probably. The New Building Better English is what it was called. It was a pretty good English book, and it had a section in there on principal parts. And every day it would say, more principal parts for you to learn, and it would show you them. And I think our teacher gave us quizzes on them and all that kind of stuff. But I think that's the only year we ever had them. But it is kind of helpful to know them. In English, verbs usually have three principal parts. For example, um, if we do the verb go, the first principal part would be the basic verb, go. The second principal part would be the past, the simple past tense, went. And the third principal part would be if you want to say have something, like have gone. So the principal parts of the verb to go are go, went, gone, or go, went, have gone, if you want to put it that way. Um, and some books, now in, in high school, we never learned them, but the book we used in high school, English Grammar and Composition, it also gave the present participle. So it would, it would say go, going, went, have gone, or just gone. But I thought it would be kind of fun just to go over some in English, some principal parts that might give you trouble. Uh, because, you know, we all do still write and we all do still get a little mixed up. So I just thought we'd go over some of them in English before we tackle them in Latin. For example, the verb sneeze. What are the principal parts of the verb to sneeze? Does anyone know? Sneeze. Yep. Sneezed. I should be an expert in this. <laughs> you, you sound like a sneeze, right? Yeah, and of course, sneezing if you do the present participle. Well, it's actually sneeze, snows, and snows. No, yeah. I sneeze all the time. I snooze yesterday, and I have often snizzled during class. You're putting me on. You never say, you always say, I sneezed. Actually, Carly, you're correct. I'm putting just, you on. I used to, I used to kid my students and say, you all believe, and they all believed me when I said it. And I'd say, no, I'm kidding you. We had a teacher in college that used to kid us about that. And, no, it is sneeze, sneezed, sneezed. 
be kind of neat if it was snizzin or snizzled, <laughs> something like that. But it is sneeze, sneezed, sneezed, or sneeze, sneezed, have sneezed, if you want to put it that way. And by the way, if you want to test yourself on these, just take a verb and go through what you think it would be like. So, you know, well, we'll, we'll try a couple. What do you think begin, begin is? The first one's begin. Okay, I begin, I begin to get COVID. Last week, I began to get COVID. I have often begun to get COVID. So it's begin, began, begun. All right. What about beat? My wife beat me today. Yesterday, she she beat me, and she has often... Beaten. 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 Yep. Beat, beat, beaten. Okay. My wife, uh, my wife bites me today. Bite. All right. Yesterday she bit, bit me and she has often bitten. bitten. So bite. No, my wife isn't that violent. Bite, bit, bitten. <laughs> okay. What about blow? Blue, blue, blow. Blue, blow, blue, blow, blue, blown. You're exactly correct. Not blowed. There's, there's no such word as blowed. <laughs> you do hear that one sometimes. But, Did but you then. know, Mary, that, that um, there's a process called analogic creation. I don't know if yeah. you've ever heard of it, where when somebody's learning a language or inquiring their own language and they learn to apply rules of grammar, but then mm. incorrectly apply them, that's called analogical creation. So a little mm. boy hears his father say, last night I mowed the lawn. After that, we showed pictures. And yep. then all of a sudden the little boy says, boy, I growed a lot, didn't yep. I? Yep, that's exactly correct. And that's why we make mistakes on these. And that's why we make mistakes happens in other yep. languages too and you can bet your bottom dollar it happens in latin it happened in latin you can bet you did you can bet you some little kid made a mistake in the perfect tense because they heard their their other verbs that are regular you can just imagine that happened sure it did and yes and that and and it is uh another example is worser you know you've heard little kids say that's a worse that's worser than it was <laughs> and they mean yeah. wor- you know worse or gooder. My sister, I think, used to say gooder. That's gooder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember her saying that. So, yes. So, that's right. And that's what happens. All right. How about uh, break? Broke. Break. Broke. Broken. Yep. Break. Broke. Broken. Now, here's one everybody knows. Bring, brang, brung, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is it really? Brought. Bring, brought, brought. But you can see why. Because it is... Ring, rang, rung, sing, sang, sung, and swing, swang, swung. Mm-hmm. So you can see why people would have made that mistake. I mean, it's, it's quite obvious. Um, how about build? That's another one that might give you trouble. Build. Built, build, built, built. Yep. Build, built, built. Uh, here's another one that gives trouble. Burst. Burst. Burst, burst, burst. No, there is no such thing as burst. It's burst, 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 or busted. No, just kidding. It's it's burst, burst, burst. Uh, 
Uh, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna go over all these because um, you know most of them. Dive. What about dive? There's a funny one. Dive, dive, dive. Died. You I just did some analogical creation. It's dive, dived. Yes, Carla, you were right. Dive, dived, dived. But if you know dive, dove, or drive, drove, driven, you might think it's dive, dove, divin, wouldn't you? You might think that or something like that. But it's dive, dived, dived. I thought I had read the word dove, actually. You might have because, you know. I might have, but it was wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. You know, like if someone's writing a dialect, if someone's writing a dialogue and they're writing in dialect, I dove in the water. And I think I've seen that. I think I have. I think you're right. But according to this book, and the book I'm looking at is a book I got right after I got out of high school. It's called Plain English Handbook. Oh, I've got that book. Oh, oh I love that book. I do. I like I, I, that book got me through college. It really did. Me too. And plus, it got it got me to teach principal parts in high school. And it got me through teaching sentence diagramming when I was required yep. to do teaching. Yep. English. yep, yep. It's a good book. It's a good book. It's um, my library. I asked my librarian at school at the time, "Can you recommend an English book that I can have as a reference book when I go to college?" And that's what she recommended. And I've never been sorry. It's uh, I I don't even think it's in print anymore, in Braille or anything. Maybe it is. Anyway, uh, let's see which other one you might not know. What about drink? Drink, drink. Drink, drink, drunk. Drink, drink, drink drunk. Then what about think? Think, thank, thunk, right? <laughs> think, thought, thought. Okay, yes. Think, think thought, thought, thought. Think, thank, uh, thunk, yeah. What about, here are some tricky ones. What about flee? Flee, fled, fled. Flee, fled, fled. What about fly? Fly, flew, flew. Almost. Fly, flew, flown. Right. Oh, yeah, has flown. Yeah, you have to put the has in there. That helps. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what about, did we do, uh, what about flee? Did we do flee? No, we didn't. What about flee? Flee, fled, fled. Flee, fled, fled. What about flow? Flowed, flowed, flowed. Yep, flowed, flowed, flowed. Okay, so grow, growed, growed, right? Just like that. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, you can see where you would get confused on these, uh, where yeah. you might get confused on yeah, them. My ESL students do all the time. Now, I here's, can't imagine here, learning English. Oh, yes, they would, they would get confused. Oh. Sure they would. Now, here's one that's tricky. Here's one that's very tricky. What about hang? What do you think? Hang. If you hang a person, hang. You, you, you hang, you hung the laundry, but you hanged a man. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So That's if you hang the man, if you're going to execute somebody, what is it? Hang. Hanged. Hang, hanged, hanged. Yes. Like, yeah. yeah. That's if you execute hanged. the guy. But if you hang a picture. Or if you execute your laundry. you <laughs> if you execute your laundry. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hang. hang that shirt by the neck until the end. Hang, hung, hung. Hang, hung, hung. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, and that's hard to remember, I think. I don't know how many people know that, word, that uh, rule or not. 
looked that up once because it was because I I wanted to make sure that I was correct. And that that's the only time. I mean, hanged is the only. You know, that's the only time you use that word. Hanged. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Now we come to two. Now we come to three verbs that give a lot of trouble. I think you guys probably know them, but kids have a terrible time with them. And that is the words lay, lie, and lie. Let's talk about to tell a fib, lie, L-I-E. What are the principal parts? Lie, lied, lying. Lie, lied, has lied. Lie, lied, lied. Yes, the participle is lying. You're right. So lie, lied, lied. So I lie today, I lied to Carla yesterday, and I have often lied to Moosey or whoever. Yeah, okay. Now, what about lie meaning to recline? Lie laid. I mean, I'm sorry, lie. Yeah, lie laid. And no, it's lie lay. You lay down. Yes, yeah. lie. Yes, Gloria. Lie, lay, lane. Lie, lay, lane. Okay, so I lie in bed at night. Last night I lay in bed and couldn't sleep. I have often lain in bed and couldn't sleep. But if it's an intransitive, if it's a transitive verb, like you lay the paper on. That's right. Okay, that's and that's the verb to lay. 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 You put something down. I can remember this back in nursery school. We would say, I'm going to lay down, and your and teachers would say, lie down, not lay down, you know, uh, which I, did, I thought it was, I couldn't understand why they would say that because I always thought it was lay. But no, lay means to put something down. Like I lay the book. I'm, I'm laying the book on the table. I lay the book on the table. Okay, so what's the past tense of that? Laid. Laid. Yes. Laid, laid. So lay to put is lay, laid, laid. Lie to recline is lie, lay, lane. And lie to tell a fib is lie, lied, lied. Now that's kind of tricky, isn't it? All right. Two other verbs that give people trouble are raise and rise. Our pastor has trouble with raise. Uh, and I don't know that it's his fault. I have a feeling that in modern times, they're really starting to misuse this. He's always talking about Jesus raised from the dead instead of rose. 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 It should be rose. And well, what does raise trans- mean? Raise, raise means that you lift. verb. Like yes, you, you lift something. Like you raise your hand. If it's intransitive, right. like the sun rose or Jesus that's rose. rose. That's right. That's exactly rose. That's exactly right. But people, but I think that it's, I really think when it comes to, to Jesus, they have, I'm not sure that that's not a common phrase now, as you will see. Um, Christ has risen. I think the problem is risen. that, it, you know, we, we often say Jesus was raised from the dead. That's it, so, yeah. Which that's correct, but it, but so then, but it's he rose, you know. Yeah, so, but not he raised. It. Yeah, but he was yeah. raised by God. Right, so that's, that's all right. To say yeah. He was, yeah, right. All right. So raise. What are the principal parts? Raise. 
Um, raised. 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 Yeah, raised, 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 raised. Now, what about ra? Uh, what about uh, ro- rise? What about rise? Rise, rose, rose, rose. risen, risen. Yes, has yes. risen. Rise, rose, risen. That's correct. And then you have another verb that gives people, or two other verbs that, that may give, give you trouble, I don't think as much as they used to, is set and sit. Huh. Set means what? Put something it's down. Put something place. down. Right. Set it right. down. It's transitive verb. You right. It needs an object. And what are the principal parts? Set, 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 set. 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 Yep. Yeah. Set, set, set. Now, what about sit? You you sit, sit down sat, on a chair. You put your butt down, you put yeah. your gluteus maximus on a chair. <laughs> right. Put your gluteus maximus on a chair. And that is sit. sit what are the principal? Sat. 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 Right. All right. Now we have the ing verbs that give people trouble. You have sing and sling and swing and sting. All right. What about sing? Dung. No, sing, not sting. Sing. Sing, sang, sung. All right, but that's right. You're right, except that in this English book I have here, they list that you could also use sung as the past tense. They, They list sing, sang, or sung, and then sung. I've never heard, I don't think I've ever heard sung. We sung a hymn. I think we sang a hymn. You know, you come to West Virginia and you'll hear it. <laughs> that might be true. That might be true. I have heard that, but every time I hear it, somebody corrects them and says that it's yeah. wrong. So. Yeah. Now, what about sling? Sling, slang, slung? <laughs> you would think so, but no. Sling, slung, slung. Sling, slung, slung. But what about spring? What about spring? Sprang, sprung, and sprung. Yep. Spring, sprang, sprung. All right. What about sting? Uh-huh. Sting, stung, stung. Yes. Sting. There is no stang. You <laughs> cannot say a be stang me. <laughs> sting, stung, stung. A bee stang me. Yeah, a bee stang me today. That's the kind of thing uh, Carla, a kid, would say, though, wouldn't he? A kid would uh-huh. say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Uh, swing. What about swing? Swinged. No. No. Swing. Swang. 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 There. Okay. Again, there is no such word as swang, and I've used it. I swang on the swings yesterday. No, I swung on the swings yesterday. Swing. Swung. Swung. Okay. Believe it or not. Uh, now, what about swim? There's another one. That can be confusing. Swam. Swim, mm-hmm. Swam, swum. Right. Swim, swam, swum. Uh, let's see. Is there any other ones I think you're confused on? It might be confused on. The rest of these are pretty. Uh, uh, here's one that's that's kind of interesting. What about W-R-I-N-G? Like to ah. wring your hands or to wring out clothes. Ring, ring, ring. Ring. No. no, ring, rung, rung. There is no ring. Okay. Ring, rung, rung. According to this book, anyway. 
I think those are the worst ones. I think the rest of them, uh, you guys would probably get right. You know what? In German, and English is a Germanic language, you have similar changes of vowels. You know, you have zingen, hat gesungen, and zang. You know, I mean, you have things like that. You have very similar things in German. So, in English, it came from, and German both came from Proto Germanic. So, that's the funniest. The funniest thing I ever heard about German was my, my German teacher over at school where I taught was teaching William Tell. Um, he had a little reader with the story of William Tell in it. And it had something, something in there about shooting at, you know, how William Tell's uh, somebody, I think it's William Tell's father, shoots an apple off of his head. And they had questions on the story. And he said he got so tired because people were missing the verb to shoot and the verb to do something else. And he had people, you know, <laughs> shitting apples off William Tells. I long. see that all the time in German. He got so tired of it. <laughs> yes, because the verbs are very, very similar. Very similar. That's what, that's what he said. So <laughs> anyway, these things happen in foreign like languages. In, 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 sure. uh, in French, the difference between poisson, fish, and poison. Poison, poison. poison. Had yeah, one of that's... my students ordering poison in a French restaurant. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that's true. And uh, oh, I'm sure there's a lot of other ones. In French, you have those irregular participles like me and pre, and uh, and the kids always tend to miss those. Oh, yeah. They want to say prom du and paired and uh, yes. uh, met to and all that sort of thing. So, you know, it is, uh, it is tricky and it is easy to make mistakes. Now, in Latin, Principal parts, remember, are you, the first one is the regular verb, like you've been learning all this time that ends in O or E-O or I-O. The second one tells you what conjugation the verb is. It's going to be either A-R-E, E-R-E, long, uh, well, A-R-E, long E-R-E, short E-R-E, or I-R-E. You remember that. The third one is what is going to be the perfect tense. And that's going to be ending in I. It'll end in an I, and it can be anything. First conjugation, it's usually A-V-I, A-V-I. And the fourth principal part is usually A-T-U-S. Now, the second conjugation, it's usually long E-R-E, and then it can be anything. Mostly it's U-I, which, by the way, in Old Latin, U was used instead of V. So that's not so tricky. And then I-T-U-S. But there are irregular ones like ubeo, ubere, uc, like wideo, uh, widere, uh, widi. So there are some you just have to learn. And, uh, and you can imagine, uh, Carla, that some little Roman kid said, we do we. I saw that, you know, instead of we uh, You can imagine somebody did that. Uh, now, third conjugation is the one we really have to concentrate on because those verbs are weird. You just have to learn them. Um, you know, so the best thing to do is to go over them and just say them over to yourself. Duke, you know, like for example, duco, ducere, duxi, ductus, mito, mitere, misi, misis. Remember the S, one S, two S's. Gemo, gemere, gemui, gemitus, curo, curare, cucuri, cursorus, uh, etc. And again, the best way to to get those is just to say them. And we don't have too many of them this time. So we're just going to learn, you know, a few of them at a time. Uh, 
And then the third IO usually lengthens from A to E. So copio, copere, capi, coptus, facio, facere, fakey, factus. And then the fourth conjugation usually is IVI, audio, audire, audiwi, auditus, but the exception is adwenio, adwenire, adweni, long E. You lengthen the E. Uh, and so present tense would be when it, perfect tense will be wain it. And so that's one time the long vowel does make a difference. Now, to make the, fir- the, the singular, take that I, and I tell you to drop it because that gives you the stem and then add IT. If you want to, just add the T. I don't care if you want to think of it that way instead. And then for the plural, drop the I and add E-R-U-N-T, and that'll give you a third plural. We haven't done first and second persons yet. We will do that next week, probably, assuming we don't have a storm that puts us off uh, the air. All right. Now, we had a little exercise here, which uh, I'd like to do with you. And uh, I want to see if you guys are better at it than my students used to be. Um, They just didn't try sometimes as hard as I'm sure you all did. But all we're going to do is change each verb from present to perfect. So, for example, how would I change curit, which is present tense, to the perfect tense? Um, Curio. Curit. No. All right. What's the third principal part of curo? Curo, curare. It's on your list right there. You can look at your list if you need to. Um, Kuro, kurare, kukuri. It is. Kuro, kurare, kukuri. So it's kukurit. Kukurit. So you can see that that looks weird. I mean, if you were reading and you saw kukurit, you might not know what that is. But that is what it is. Okay, and that would mean he ran or he has run. Remember, this tense can have two meanings. It can mean he blanked or he has blanked, whatever the verb is. So he ran or he has run. And the reason it's called perfect tense, it means it's completed. Perfect just means complete. All right, number two, habet, H-A-B-E-T. How would I make that perfect? What did you say, Carl? I'm sorry. Okay, third principal part is habui, but what do I do to make it say he? Habui means I had, yeah, hab- or I have. Habuit. Habuit, yeah, habuit. As I habuit. said, but you probably didn't hear me. My yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't. You're a little soft today, but that's understand. Are you getting better? No, I thought I was, and then I had a temperature of 102.5. Oh my gosh, you're not, no, you're not I better. I might have to go to the hospital. You're know. not better oh. yet. Hmm. Too bad we're not reading Cicero. We could read what he says about what, what to do when you get a fever. No. What Actually, is he, it? What he says is, just like when you have a fever and you drink cold water, you get better for a while, but then you get worse. So in the same way, if we don't put these conspirators out of Rome, their condition will get a little better if we, uh, maybe if we put them out, but unless we get rid of them, it's going to only get worse again. So, anyway, so. All right. Dukunt. Duco, Ducari, Ducari, and Duxerunt. Um, yes, yes, Duxerunt, because it's plural. Duxerunt. Third principal part is Duxi. We drop the I and add E R U N T, Duxerunt. Right. They led, they have led. 
All right. But again, it, you can see if you're reading and you see Duke Seron and you know this, you say, well, it looks a lot like Duco. I bet that's the perfect tense of Duco. And that's exactly what you, you'd be right. Uh, we did. What? We did. V-I-D-E-T. We did. We did. We we yes, you're close. I think you have it. We did. V-I-D-I-T. V-I-D-I-T. I'm putting an extra U in there, but it's we did. Yes, because see, so, and that's what you just uh, you just uh, analogically created a form, which is what a Roman kid would do. We do it. I'm sure he said we do it. I'm sure he did. <laughs> I know. I'm sure. I that that's one verb that always gave me trouble. Yeah, it, it's well, because you think it's going to be UI. You think it's going to be. Uh, just think if Julius Caesar had said, Wainy, Weedy, Weedy, Wainy, Weedy, Wee, Wiki, it would have sounded altogether different with, instead of Wainy, Weedy, Wiki. Uh, how bent? Um, they have. Habit. habit. No, because it's, the, it's plural. Yes. Habia, where is it? What declension? Second. Second conjugation. So it's habeo, habere, habui, habitus. So it's habuerunt. Habuerunt. H-A-B-U-E-R-U-N-T. I don't see that. I don't see it on our list here, but I probably am not looking right. It uh, It's right after it's at the very it's after I say first conjugation, I say second conjugation verbs. It's the first one under second conjugation. Oh, and, oh. and by the way, I resent that Carla. Oh, there it is. Those, I found it. <laughs> I fixed those long E. I fixed those eyes to ease. I don't know how that happened. Appreciate that. But I fixed that. So I hope you all got that. A habitat. There's a nice, easy one. But you're going to say, wait a minute. Le Gates is not even on the list. And it's not. But what right, conjugation yeah. is it? It's the what first. conjugation is it? Conjugation. Habitat. But conjugation ends in A-T. First. It's a first conjugation verb. And I told you that almost all first conjugation verbs do A-V-I. So it's habitawit. H-A-B-I-T-A-V-I-T. Habitawit, yeah. Habitawit. Okay. Reprehend it. You don't know that verb. It means to scold. I put it in there because it was in, well, when I taught with the textbook I had brought that verb in, I just kept it in there. Reprehended. So he scolds. How would I say he scolded? By the way, it's where we get reprehensible. If you do something reprehensible or reprehensive, means something worth being scolded for. Be reprehensible. Now that actually, Carla, you, you made a very good guess. And that guess you would think would be right. That would have been my guess. You, you analogically created a word that I would have guessed would be right. I bet you 99 out of 100 Latin students would guess it. No, 
it's reprehended. It's exactly the same. That's one time there is no difference between the present and the perfect. There's no difference. Can you think of an English verb that the present tense and past tense are exactly the same? At least in writing? Present tense and the past tense are identical in writing, yeah. in their written form. Yeah. Beat, beat, yeah. to beat somebody. Beat. Okay, yeah. that's one, yeah. that's one, yes. That's one. That's a good one. That's, that's a good one. Another one is read and read. Even though they sound different, their written form is exactly the same. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So there are some in English even that do that. What about mittunt? Mittunt. Mittio. Mittunt. Me sit. Except it's plural. Oh, it would be Missimus. Missimus? No, that, that would be we do it. They do it. Yes. All right. What about Falcon? Uh, no, fuck you. Not too good, but. Fake it. Fake it. Yeah. Fake it. Fake it. Fake it. We're going to fake it. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's a funny one. Fake it. Yeah. What does fake mean? I forgot means to do or to make. In fact. Yeah, like, fact, like yeah, like, factotum, like factory. Yep, like acer in Spanish, like fair in French. Yeah. All right, copyunt. Copyunt. Yeah. Um, copyunt. What's the third principal part? Copio, copere. Kepi. Kepi. Yep. So, so keperunt. What about aldiunt? That would be um, audiverunt. Yes, audiverunt. Good. What about adwenit? Adwenit. Yes. You lengthen just lengthen the E. So the present is adwenit, short E. The perfect is adwainit, A-D-V, long E-N-I-T. Adwenit, adwainit. All right. Adweniant. 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 Adwenerunt, A-D-V, or A-D-V long E, N-E-R-U-N-T, Adwenerunt, that would be. What I'll do for you guys, I'll tell you what I will do. I will send you a written set of answers for this exercise so you can see the spelling. How about that? Okay. I will do that because I think that'll be easier. All right. So I'm not going to go over any more of these right now unless you have a question. Audit would be Audivit. Yes, I'll do it. That's what it would be. Yeah, and kurunt would be kukurerunt. Kukurerunt. Duket would be duksit. Widet would be widet. Habitant would be habitawerunt. 
and mitit would be misit, and you bet would be usit, and you bent would be usayerunt. That's a rather tricky one uh, that you might. That verb that always gave me trouble. I mean, always. That verb. Yeah. And it, and it's used so darn much. Yeah, I know. My kids would mispronounce it and say "juice it." <laughs> it used to crack me up. Use it anyway. Now I don't know if anybody did these sentences or not. You didn't have to do them since we didn't, uh, you know, get to this in class. But I've given you some sentences using verbs in the perfect tense. So um, if you want, if if you want to do these, we can. If you don't, I think I will skip them and let you do them for this week. Does that sound good? That's really good. All right. So you can translate these verbs if you want to. And there's also a self-test here on principal parts. This is the kind of quizzes I would give my students on principal parts. Uh, I would make them write the principal parts out, spelling them right. And um, they didn't have to tell me what they meant unless for the extra credit they did. But uh, anyway, so you can try your hand at that. And I will include the answers. Well, actually, you can look at your list and get the answers to this. You got 20 uh, minutes before the top of the hour. Thank you, sir. All right. I'm going to look now at Roman civilization. We're going to start our unit on Roman civilization today, right now. And I give you some facts here. Just, you know, you guys probably are like my students were and like I was when I was in school. I used to think that the worst thing a teacher could make you do was to learn dates because, I mean, because you had nothing to go by, right? The only date I knew was Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492. And that was because of the song we sang. That was the only date I knew. And I guess I knew 1776 for 4th of July, you know, but that was all. I didn't know anything. Uh, I couldn't have told you, and I'm, I'm talking about I was on about seventh grade or eighth grade, maybe even in 11th grade. I probably couldn't have told you when the Civil War ended or started. I couldn't have told you when, I don't think I knew when the Revolutionary War was, except I knew it was around 1776. Um, but the thing about it is, if you learn one date, then you can build on that to learn the rest of them. And so that's why I, I sort of tried to get my kids to build on dates. If you, you know, most people have no idea when was the Roman empire around? No, who knows back in the, back in the BCs, that's all they know. Right. But if you can get an idea of when it was, then, then you can know when it is in relationship to Greece and in relationship to other civilizations you might look at or whatever. So Rome was founded in 753 BC. Rome was founded in 753 BC, supposedly. Now, no one knows for sure that it was founded in 753 BC. The only thing we're going by is that the Romans would count from that date to whatever date they were talking about. And so you can sort of like they would say this happened in in 300 from the founding of the city. And so just count 300 years back. And if you know what year, what they were talking about was done, then you can count back and figure 753. So that's how they get that date. They think Rome was founded in 753 BC. 
By the way, you guys understand how BC and AD work. By the way, I'm not even supposed to say BC and AD anymore. Um, I guess technically Cindy could probably throw me off here because I'm using BC and AD. She won't, I'm That's sure. Terrible. She could. Just, just terrible. Um, I told my students, sorry, I don't. I'm not putting God out of my classroom. I'm using BC and AD. But now, in if you took history in college, they use BCE and ACE. What does BCE mean? Do you know? For the common era. For the common yeah. era. For the common era. And ACE is after the common after era. After the common era. Yeah. It's an effort to take God completely out of it. Uh-huh. And I think even, that's terrible. Even in religion courses. I heard I was oh, listening no. to some I was listening to um, some religion courses on Yale University. They did they even the religion department took it out. So I thought oh, that's yeah. kind of bad. But anyway, At I don't Yale, take I it. wouldn't be surprised. Well, but still, I mean, if you're teaching about the Bible and about religion, I, I don't see why you can't say BC, but but they don't. Anyway, so BC means what? BC, not BCE now, BC. Christ. Christ. Christ for Christ. And I have never understood and no one has ever explained to me. And I wish someone would why we say before Christ using an English abbreviation for that. But for but for uh, the year of our Lord, we use a Latin abbreviation. Yeah, I always wondered that, too. I've never I understood wondered about that, too. And no one has ever explained it. Oh, hello, Beth. How are you? And no I, one has ever oh, okay. explained it to you. And I always wondered that, okay, the Romans didn't think of Christ as God, but they, they still use BC. Well, no. And the, Romans themselves, the Romans themselves didn't use it, except maybe if you were a Christian Roman, you would have. But mm-hmm. no, the Romans didn't. They used a whole different system. They, and we'll talk about that sometime, they counted from when Rome was founded. And so, for example, right. if they wanted okay. to say... Like you were saying a while ago. Yeah, yeah, that's what they would do. And if it was an aid, well, it gets a little complicated. But yes, that's basically what they would do is count from the founding of the city. And they would count that they knew, they knew how many years it was from there. And that's how they would do it. Um, but the BC and AD came in the Middle Ages somewhere, I suppose or maybe in late Rome when Christianity got to be a big deal. Uh, but, but why BC and why AD? I don't know, and no one has ever been able to explain it to me. So if you can, good. Um, but anyway, Rome was founded in 753 BC. Now, Rome fell in the West, at least, Rome fell in 476 AD. And so you can see that's a long time to have a civilization, uh, right? Good while. Um, What do you mean in the West, at least? Well, in Rome and in Europe, we'll say, you know, Rome, Rome, the thing you might know about Rome is it had an empire. And so the city of Rome and the Western Roman Empire, the Roman Empire that was in Europe, that was in Rome, that was in Italy, it fell. Rome stopped being in power in 476 AD. But in the the Roman Empire had been divided in half by this time. And so the part that was in Asia kept going for a good while. 
uh, and the east. So the Roman Empire in the east stayed in power, and that was still in power for a little while. But in Rome, but in the west, Rome, the city of Rome, and its environment, uh, Rome stopped being in power. 476 A.D. Was that where um, Byzantium was in the east, eastern, eastern Rome? Yes, yes, yes. That's in the east. That's what? what? Um, in Byzantium. In the east. That's Byzantium is where the, I believe the Byzantium, Byzantium is yeah. where the Roman Empire was. In, in yeah. the eastern part, at least. Yeah. Now, what do we know about the Romans? You know they had an empire. So what is it we think of them as being most famous for? Now, I don't know. I don't remember which of these, the first two of these, I don't remember which one it comes first. And I suppose it's your opinion. The first thing they're known for is engineering and architecture, believe it or not. Because a lot of stuff they designed is still being used today, believe it or not. They built roads. The Romans are the first people to build paved, really good cement paved roads, and they're still around today. They're narrow, um, but they're still there, and, and they built modern roads on top of them. They're still being used today. Aqueducts. The Romans had running water in their houses, brought in by these great big cement pipes, and they, they are still there today, and some of them are still being used in Rome today. Um, and these aqueducts, they had a way of designing them so that they, they put them in an arch and they designed the arch and the arch made it look pretty so that you wouldn't say, oh, it's just a dumb aqueduct coming in the room and say, isn't that a pretty arch? But the arch really was to support the aqueduct coming in the dome. Uh, they designed the dome, which was, a kind of a new concept. And there's a one building they designed that has a dome and this dome has a little tiny hole in it called the oculus called the eye. But that dome is designed in such a way that not one drop of rain will hit you if you stand under that thing. So they were, they were very clever with designing. They also made, and I'm not sure they developed, I'm not sure they invented these, but they sure used them. They used all kinds of machines in war, like they had these machines that could shoot arrows, that could shoot darts, um, that could throw stones. And so they had all these kind of machines that they invented. So they were, they were very good engineers and architects. Uh, and stuff they've, they've invented is still, you can still see it today. And you can still, you know, the Colosseum, they built that. Now, it's, it's suffered because of acid rain. Acid rain has really done a number on it but it's still there. And uh, a lot of their buildings that, you know, were built by them are still, you can still see them. You didn't ask for it, but it's 10, it's 10 before the hour. Oh, thank you, Tom. Appreciate that. I thought you might want to know that. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. Then I can. I know you asked for two minutes before the hour, but I thought I'd throw the other one. Into nah, it, so you're a you good go. host. You know how to, you know how to give us information we need. That's good. Well, thank you. That's good. Uh, law. The second thing is law and government. Obviously, if you have an empire and you're controlling the whole world, you must know something about government. You must know how to hold people and how to rule people. And so they were And a lot of things that we take for granted in law. 
came from Roman law. Some of it came from English law, but some of it came from Roman, like being innocent until proven guilty, uh, that sort of thing. Those concepts are concepts that the Romans had in their law, in their legal system. And then the last thing I put was the Latin, the Latin language, because, you know, that's been had such an effect on the world, on us, on English, even English, which is not a Latin language, not a Romance language. You can see from this course how much of an effect Latin has has had on, on English. So that came from Latium, you know, the yep. Latium, Latium. Exactly. That's right. where get the name for Latin. And from the people that lived in Latium lived called in Latium. the Latins. Latins. Called yes. the Latins, yeah. That's right. And it sort of comes to us in a lot of ways through French, because I'd read a statistic that 40% of French, you know, which is a romance language, a lot of vocabulary comes to us in that way, too. Yep, except it looks so messed up when it gets, it looks, when it comes through French. Because of all the Germanic <laughs> tribes. Yeah. It looks so messed up. You know, it's because of all the Germanic tribes. Tribe. The Arabs and the Moors, and you know. Did you ever see any early French, Carla? Like the oh Shana my gosh, yes. what's we that thing read, called? The that that document, uh, that real early document. It looks like Latin. Tamaron, and um, we had to read Le Tamaron, the Chanson de Roland. The Chanson de Roland. We we, we had to read all this middle, early, and middle, yeah. and late, you know, modern French when I was taking linguistics too, and trace yeah. it from the yeah. Latin. That was fun. Now, what's really interesting to me is that Spanish is more like Latin than Italian is. The grammar in Spanish mm -hmm. is very yeah, is. with the subjunctives and the yes, you know. but you know, Italian is sort of a mix between the Latin and the French, because you've got yeah. your doubled letters, you've got your partitive, you know, your de la, yep, de la yep, and yep. apostrophes and allusions and things like that. But it's pronounced yeah. more like Spanish. So yeah. it's very yeah. interesting. Yeah. And actually, Latin is um, the least removed of the Romance languages because it yeah. came yeah. more yeah. And Spanish, evidently, I would have thought Italian would have been the closest to Latin, but evidently, no. And that, that surprises me. And I think Romanian, something like Romanian, is even closer to Latin in that it has cases. It has Spanish, cases. Spanish, the, the reason is Spanish, um, it's closer, but in some ways there's that Moorish influence. Because keep in mind, the mm. Moors were in Spain from 711 until the Battle of Granada in 1492. So you get all these things that start with ALs and Js. You have the Arabic and, you know, the Moorish influences. It's that fascinating. is true. That is true. All right, so I ask you a question here. What do you already know about the Romans? Can you tell me anything that you know about the Romans in general? Just anything you want to throw out? I'm going to shut up because I have to teach this stuff sometimes. <laughs> you have to what? I have to know some of the stuff because I have to teach it, so that's cheating. So I'm oh, 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 okay. Anybody know anything about the Romans right off hand? They had lions in the Colosseum. Oh okay, gladiators, yes. Violence. Violence. They loved, they loved. Can you all hear me? Yeah. yeah. It just said my internet was unable. Can you hear me, guys? Uh-oh. Yes. Okay, good. Uh, the, the Romans loved violence. Violent sports. Um, you know, another sport they love, gladiatorial games. There's nothing that's kind of violent, not quite as violent. Wrestling. Chariot racing. Oh. 
They oh, love yeah. chariot race. And her. <laughs> no, not really. Um, they, 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 that's more of a Greek sport. That's more Greek. That's too tame for the Romans. Um, now, the Romans like boxing, but they use metal boxing gloves. So when you get hit by that baby, you knew you got hit. Uh, they, didn't like, they didn't like things like that. They, they thought that was just a little too tame. I mean, they watched them sometimes, but they really liked the more violent sports. Uh, anybody else want to say anything about the Romans? Anything else you know about the Romans? All right. What famous Romans do you know? Do you know any? Like if someone said, do you know if this guy's a Roman? Or what, what famous Romans have you heard of? Julius Caesar. Julius Caesar. Julius Caesar. And Julius Caesar, do you know anything Caesar? that he did? Augustus, do you know anything either of those guys did? And cross uh, cro Rubicon, he crossed the Rubicon. Julius Caesar crossed the Rubicon, and we'll talk about that. That's when he invaded Rome with his army. Yes. What most people don't know, and is a very interesting, oh, is and how they influence the names of our months. How some of our months, like July, Julius. Oh, yes. uh -huh. Yeah, that's it's true. That's Caesar. true. And how that's they got true. their months got longer because they wanted more days. You know, they true. kept on taking days off yep. of February. That's true. And yeah. Emperor Nero, he's supposed Emperor to be Nero, you know, they always say Nero fiddled while Rome burned. Well, he didn't fiddle, Tom. He didn't play his fiddle, but he did play a water organ. Um, and he did sing a song about Troy when while Rome was burning, supposedly. In fact, some people think he set the fire that caused Rome to burn. So, yes, very crazy, too, yeah. very crazy emperor. Although some people think he wasn't as crazy as they think he was, but pretty crazy. Uh, anyone else you can think of that was a Roman? Cicero and Caligula. Cicero and Caligula. Caligula, what do you know about him? He was nuts. He was nuts. Yes, he was. And we'll talk more about him later on. Uh, all right. We're going to probably have to stop pretty soon. Tom's going to tell us in a second, I imagine, because my clock's striking. Um, but, uh, anyway, we'll go over the rest of the Cleopatra. Wasn't she? All right. What do you know about Cleopatra? Who was she? She, she was married. She was married to Mark Antony. <laughs> yes. She fell in love with Julius Caesar, didn't she? Yeah. yeah. She had an affair with Julius Caesar. She had a child with Julius Caesar. She was Egyptian. I thought she was Egyptian. She yeah. wanted to see Caesar, and she got herself rolled up in a rug and carried into his presence so she could see him because nobody would let her get in to see him. Ah. And, she, and they say she was a pretty good-sized woman, so, boy, somebody had to really work to carry her in there <laughs> in that rug. <laughs> they say, you know, that she was rather good-sized. In those days, they thought good-sized women were very attractive. Uh, uh -huh. <laughs> Some guys still do. <laughs> I still do. Anyway. <laughs> Two minutes before the top of the hour, folks. Okay. So that's Cleopatra for you. Yeah. And do you know how she died, by the way? Stung with an asp. Yeah. She let a snake bite her to kill herself. Ooh. Yeah. So, yeah. So see all the interesting little things you guys are going to have to learn here in a little bit. You're going to have all this little, all these interesting little things to, to learn. All right. Uh, so for the next time, try to do that exercise, those sentences, if you want to. And if you want to take your principal part test, you can. And if you want to do uh, the rest of this little exercise on Roman Civ, all it is is uh, 
comparing the Romans with the Greeks a little bit. Uh, and we'll talk about that the next time. And there is a review sheet on the Trojan War here. And I don't know if anybody cares much about it uh, at this point. But if you want to do it, we can do that, too. And if you don't, you can take it and have it as a, a souvenir that you can look at later. or whatever. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's good. It's, it's, it's very good. But I don't think you guys were terribly interested in the Trojan War. And we've really covered, covered it all. Oh, yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Oh, good. Well, we can do it then. Yeah, I kind of and, got confused still with some of it, you know. Yeah, well, it's it's a lot to think of. It's a lot to remember. Anyway, so you can look over the rest of this sheet, and we'll talk about that. And next week, uh, I'm going to probably teach you a few new principal parts, and we might read a story next week about the founding of Rome. I think we might do that next week, or at least ha you might have one in your hand to read for the following week. 